Hey guys, Keith here to talk to you about Lavender Lions Bath and Body. They do the bath bombs over there, and they also have, you know, any kind of lip gloss. Uh, they do the beard products, which is my favorite line. Uh, she has wax, beard oils, which are incredible. Um, even the shower gel is incredible. They're over at uh, 3446 South Main Street. 3446 South Main Street. That's in Salt Lake City. Check them out, guys. I've been using their products for months now, and, uh, and I won't go back. So um, check them out, guys. I think you'll be pretty pleased with them. Hey guys, this is the Big Things 9 podcast on the One Recovery Radio Network. Hope everybody is doing well. Today is Tuesday, June 21st. Happy summer to everybody. It is in the 70s here in Salt Lake City. God, it is so nice outside. I don't know what I'm doing thinking about sitting inside doing a podcast, but here I am. So, we left off. I'm going to kind of hit on my story today, guys, for a little while. I'm not going to hold y'all off for name because it's too nice to be inside doing this shit. But, um, anyway, so... I left off, I was in rehab, I was in Navarre Beach, you know, that was my second home, loved it growing up, and um, so I was, I was at a country club rehab, I liked it, made friends, you know, um, and kind of got to see other people and, and what other people did, you know, like for me, I drank, um, for some of the other girls there, they did heroin, I got to see what it was like for people to come off of heroin, that was amazing. Um, and then, um, watching people not just come off of heroin, but watching people come back to life was, was amazing. It, it was amazing. Um, but so, so after that, I, I went back home and, um, I had some decisions to make, you know, and I, uh, I sent an email, you know, to a, um, an old family friend. I don't want to call my name, of course, because I, I don't I do not do that here. But anyway, so I sent him an email, and he came back, and not only did he email, but he called me. And he said, where, he said, where do you want to go? I said, I'll go anywhere. He goes, anywhere? I said, I'll go anywhere. He goes, all right, babe, let's let's get you. Uh, he goes, you want to go to the West Coast? I need help. I said, let's do it. He goes, I'm, I'm going to call my guy. My guy's going to call you. Let's get you rolling. I said, let's do it. So um, my grandmother um, was incredible. Her and my grandfather, they opened up their doors for me while I was doing my, my job search, my free agency. And uh, so I stayed in, in uh, New Orleans while I was looking for a job. And, um, you know, fortunately, I had something lined up. And it was just – so I, I flew out to uh, Oakland, San Francisco, and uh, I, I met with these guys. And, um, you know, we, we talked about me going to Oakland or, or possibly even uh, Long Beach or uh, Portland or Seattle. And uh, we, I met with the uh, the boss up in uh, Portland, and uh, I liked him a lot. He, he was a, he was a good guy. We got along, and um, I thought that he was a guy that we could uh, that I could work well with, and that we could be successful. So, um, I, I you know I, I left Oakland on that Sunday. I felt really good about it. 
Uh, Monday morning, I got an email on my BlackBerry at about uh, 5.30. Was very happy with the offer. I accepted. Um, by the end of that week, I was in, I was in Portland, and uh, I was learning the system. And I was, a, uh, I was officially a ship chandler. Woohoo! I was excited. You know, this was a, this was a big step for me. You know, my brother did this for a while, and he did it in New Orleans. And my brother was successful. He did, he did very well with it. You know, and so, I kind of wanted to follow in my younger brother's footsteps. You know, for a change. You know, and so, this was fun. This was exciting. This was big. You know, I was really fired up. I'd gone to rehab, made some changes in in my life, and I'm not gonna lie, I, I wasn't perfect. You know, but you know what? I was headed in the right direction. And I was doing something that I felt like I needed to be doing and that I was doing something that I would be good at. And you know what? I was going to be good at it and I ended up being good at it. But you know what? Life has hurdles, you know, and, and this had hurdles with it, you know, and things get in the way. And, you know, when it comes to stuff like this in business, the only enemy you have is your own, you're, you're your own worst enemy. So... I um I got up there and you know Portland was great. I, I loved Portland. Portland is such a beautiful city. Um you know, it it was. I don't know what Portland is now. Um I hear Portland is not doing as well as it was when I was there back in oh nine or oh eight maybe it was. But you know, I used to love my favorite thing was just I love going on ships. I love meeting these captains, these Croatian, these Ukrainian, these Russian captains and shaking their hands and talking business and sitting back and, and having a Coca-Cola, bringing these guys a bottle of Grey Goose and just the gratitude that they would show you. And, you know, I just loved meeting all these people from around the world. And and um, and that was cool. That was my thing, you know. I, I'd go on these ships and... Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go out there on the uh, the Columbia River. You know, there's it, I'd be in the middle of an ice storm. I'm climbing up a rope up a gangway, dude, and it's it's dangerous, and, and I'm loving it. I'm in my rain suit, and uh, I'm just loving it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a kick out of all of this, and, and I, I loved it. I really did love it, and, um, you know, but I, I was drinking again, you know, and but again, I'll say it, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect man. I never have been, never claimed to be, but I loved what I was doing and I was able for a while, not for the whole time, but for a good amount of the time, I was able to separate my drinking from my business. And God, I loved it in Portland. I really did. Such a beautiful city with beautiful people, at least at that time, you know. But, um... So yeah, we had a lot of success in Portland, you know, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll never forget at the um, at the Christmas party, my first year there, and um, you know, we're all at the, you know, we have a table and it's our whole office, maybe maybe ten of us, and I go outside and I'm having a talk with the boss man, and he's telling me he's like Keith, you know, this is mine, you know, Portland's mine, but you know what? You came up here and you know what? I'm telling you right now, Seattle is going to be yours. You're the you're the new guy in town. Seattle is yours. So, I'm thinking, okay. 
Get strapped in because Seattle, this is see, here I come. Pacific Northwest. This is this is this is where it's at. I'm here to stay. I love it. And then you get that email and you kind of start to think about things and everything changes. And not only is it sent to it's not even sent to my work email, it's sent to my Gmail, my private email, my Gmail. So the owner of all all three of these companies, he sends me an email and he says, can you go to Florida if needed? I'm young. I'm in my upper 20s. I go back. I'll say, I'll go anywhere if you need me to, <laughs> you know. You don't, tar- t- you don't ever say no to opportunities like that because, because if you do, you'll never get asked again. So... So yeah, so this is in January, February, March, they go by, and I don't hear anything ever again, all right, well, things are back on, you know, yada, 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 maybe Seattle's going, businesses, business kind of fell flat for a little bit, kind of sucked, you know, I was getting a little worried back there, but um, it's just kind of a, kind of a weird spell, you know, I, I started drinking a little bit more, just having a little, couple more pops each night. That's never a good thing, you know. Never a good thing. You know, business is slowing down. And I'm thinking, what can I do? What can I do? I don't know. I'm the new guy. You're like, you guys, tell me, tell me what you're doing. I'll do it. You know, you want me to go to Germany? I'll go to Germany. Whatever. You, you want me to go climb on these old dwarf ships? I'll do it. I don't care. Tell me what to do, and I'll do it. So, guys, I got the story I'm about to tell you. It's the second part of this, where shit's about to get really crazy. I'm going to change some names around for a bit. So, all right. So, the boss man's name is Johnny. So, time goes by. Here we are. It's, it's my birthday weekend. I'm celebrating a couple of friends, you know. It's Friday, it's Friday night around 5 six, 5, 6 in the evening. Have some friends over. We're just hanging out outside and, you know, having a pop. And I get an email again on my personal email. Here we are. It was in January the first one. Here we are, April 15th. Maybe it was the 16th, 17th, whatever. It's a Friday, my birthday weekend. And it says, it says something like, are you ready? And I said, yes. I don't know what you're talking about. And he comes back and said, balls out. Let's go to Jacksonville. Balls out. Let's go to Jacksonville. I said, all right, let's do this. Details. Comes back. He says, stand by. Holy shit. What is going on? But all I know is I'm going to the beach. I'm going to Florida. <laughs> oh my God! So here we go. So the weekend go. Here we go. Saturday, ding, 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 ding. Sunday, ding, ding, ding. Nothing. I'm not hearing anything. I'm just sitting here sweating it, sweating it, sweating it. Monday morning. Monday morning. I am laying in bed. Laying in bed. You know, they always say something about 4 a.m. 4 a.m., it's such a unique time, you know. It's like the time people get up, the time people go to bed, 4 a.m., it's just that fucking time. 4 a.m., I get an email. It's like a page long. Here's what's going to happen. Keith, you're going to Jack's. Get there now. Boom, boom, boom. 
You're doing this, you're doing that. I'll give you expense money. Boom, boom, boom. I got my boy Bobby there. He's waiting for you. Boom, boom, boom. You two run the show. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get it. Let's get it. You're doing tech. He's doing food. You're running the show. He's running the show. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, my God. All right. Signs it at the end of the thing. Johnny. I said, all right. He says, call me when you wake up. Remember, it's 4 a.m., this guy's in Houston, so it's four, it's six in Houston. I call him right away, and he's like, well, first thing he says, he goes, what are you doing up? I said, what, I said, what are you doing up? You're the one that emailed me, telling me to get to Florida, you know? I said, I've been up all weekend waiting on you, and he goes, all right, all right, calm down. I said, me calm down, you calm down. So... He says, all right, pack your shit up. Let's get to Jacksonville. When can you be there? I said, eh, give or take a week. He goes, a week? I need you tomorrow. I said, tomorrow? And he's like, he's like, what do you need? He's like, I'll, get, I'll give you 1000 bucks right now. I said, 1000 bucks. He goes, 2000 3000 whatever. He goes, just get your shit together. Let's get going. I said, all right. I said, well, what about salary? You know, you, you're going to make me, you're going to promote. He said, we'll talk money when you get there. You know, I'll take care of you. Just let's get this shit going. So I'm scrambling. I'm like, I got to buy out of a lease. He goes, I don't care. Whatever. Buy out of the lease. I'll pay you back. Just Let's just do this shit. I'm like, oh, my God. This guy's lost his mind. But I'm going. I'm going. He's like, I got I got this guy, Bobby. He, he's, he, he's like, Keith, he was a Marine. You're going to love this guy. He's fucking incredible. He's incredible. Keith... And, and then so I call Bob. He's a, he's a call Bobby up. He's he's your partner. He's your partner. You guys, you guys are gonna tear this fucking coastline up. You guys are the shit. You, you're gonna run Charleston. You're gonna run Miami. Keith, you're going to Key West. You're going to Bermuda. You're going everywhere. It doesn't matter. You're gonna run the islands. It's your show. You do what you want. You're gonna run it. You're you're bringing in dollars, dollars, dollars all day. Dollars, dollars, dollars. That's what he kept on saying. Dollars, dollars, dollars. I'm like getting a headache from dollars, dollars, dollars. <laughs> kind of love the story. So I call up Bobby, and I'm like, "So Bobby, what's what's the deal?" And he's like, "He's like, man, so Johnny's telling me like, like, like I'm the most like me, me right here, Keith. He's like that that you're the most trustworthy guy in the world, and like, you know, I can I can trust you with, with my wife and kids." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> he said that. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah," I said. All right, let's just put the, pump the brakes a little bit. Let's just slow it down a little bit. And so I'm thinking like, okay, this is a good guy. He's a Marine, wife and kids. All right, cool. Me and him, we're going to get down there. We're going to run the business. It, it, things, we're going to calm it down. I'm no, no more partying. None of that shit. All right, so <laughs> I pack up. And here we go. <laughs> this trip, I'm telling you. So, I'm leaving Jacksonville. I'm sorry. I'm not leaving Jacksonville. I'm nowhere close to leaving Jacksonville because I'm not even near Jacksonville. I am... I'm leaving Portland. I'm driving through Oregon. Beautiful drive. I love Oregon. I miss Oregon. And... Driving through Idaho. I'm hearing on the radio this horrible storm is coming up. I hit Wyoming and shit hits the fan. Not only does shit hit the fan, you know what fucking happens? 
this snowstorm is so bad in Wyoming. You have like the mountains, but then where the interstates are, they're in these valleys. And this dry, dusty snow just blows across so fast and so blinding that you can't see a fucking thing. So they have like these these freaking things <laughs> that they close the interstates off. And literally, they closed it off right in front of me. And I got off there, and literally, I, the first hotel I saw was a Holiday Inn Express. And I got in there, and I, I swear to God, I got, like, one of the last rooms there. They had a restaurant. They had a bar. And I wasn't going anywhere for three or four days. I called, John, I called Johnny up, the boss man in Houston. I told him, I said, listen, I'm in an ice storm. And I ain't getting out of here for a few days. He goes, what the hell? You got Jacksonville on fire, burning down with orders, because you're not there. And he's, I'm like, well, what, what, do you want, what do you want me to do? It's an ice storm. He goes, you're a ship chandler, Keith. Get the fuck out of there. I said, what do you want me to do? He goes, figure it out. You're a ship chandler. He kept on saying that over and over. He goes, dollars, dollars, dollars. Every second you're not there, we're losing. Dollars, dollars, dollars. Oh my God, this guy is freaking making me crazy. And so, but it was okay because they had a bar and they had a good cheeseburger. God, they had a good bacon cheeseburger. That bacon cheeseburger carried me through that week. But you know what? I don't know if it was because it was so cold there. The beers were warm. I didn't even drink that much. I didn't even cook beers at had a couple of beers a day and a cheeseburger every day. And I just laid in bed, just on top of the sheets, just watching that weather channel, waiting for the gates to open on the interstate. And once they did, I sped so fast out of there. And I'll tell you something, I met some good people. You know, I'll say this and I'll say this again. Truckers are some of the best people you'll ever meet because truckers make the world go round. They carry our freight. They make this country go round and round. And our merchant mariners make the world go round and round by carrying our freight round and round and round. Um, so I got back on the road. I got there. And right when I walk in the office, you know, John had hired us our employees, you know, because I wasn't there. And right when I got there, they're like, hey... We're supposed to call John, uh, Johnny when, when, when Keithy gets in. They called me Keithy. You know, Johnny did because I took so long to get there. And like, man, <laughs> it's a good thing we didn't, we didn't have Keithy here to set this, this thing up or we'd, we'd be out of business and I'd be bankrupt by now. <laughs> but um, that sounded retarded, I'm sorry. Um, but we all went out to dinner the first night. We all had Mexican uh, we ended up uh, at John's house doing Jaeger shots, jumping off the jumping off the uh, the roof of his pool house. His wife and kids were already back in South Carolina. <laughs> they were already taking a break. Dear God. And what happened over the next few months was um. You know, love us or hate us, we did some really big things down there. 
and we did some amazing things. We were some we were some kids in our twenties, and we didn't know what the hell we were doing, but we did big things. We did some very, very big things. But when you do big things, you know when you when you're doing big things at work. We were also doing big things outside of work. God, we played hard. We played way too hard. And, you know, eventually for me, unfortunately, not only did my alcoholism get worse, I picked up a, um, an opioid habit, you know, along the way. And that opioid habit got so bad that, you know, I don't think... Every morning before work at about 5.30 a.m., I'd get up and when I'd go through my emails, I would make a drink. And I, I don't think it was much that I needed the drink as much as I needed the opioids, but I would take my couple of opioids every morning to kill the pain. And the reason I would take that drink was because the drink enhanced the opioids that much. Or at least my, my mind told me that it did. Um, I was in a bad spot. I put myself in a really, really bad spot. I was addicted to opioids. You know? Thank thank you, Sadler family. I appreciate it. They made them very available. And I lived in Florida during a time where the Pilmo crisis was going on. God, it was a nasty scene and it was everywhere. God. My pill dealer was like a salesman. You call him. He comes over, he takes you out to dinner, he buys you a beer, just like your salesman would. It's disgusting, but it's true, that's how it was. Competitive market down there, but you know, I made that alive because here I am. But you know what, I know the story of rock bottom, but I had to hit it and I did. And it came out better because of it, and here I am. So. Anyway, happy Tuesday, guys. Hope you guys are doing well. I will uh, see you on Thursday. Love you. Have a good week.